let's move into this because this has been something that um, while I've been traveling this week, I was like, man, I don't know how the best way to like communicate what I am seeing and what I'm learning when it comes to how we go about building our businesses, right? And some of you might have heard me talk about before, and it's the reason why I wrote the book. You know, it's one thing to have a side hustle, right? It's one thing to hustle for a particular goal. You want to go on that beach trip, trying to pay down debt or whatever the case may be, and that's great. But once you've met that goal, you're done. You're going to probably leave that second job or leave that little thing that you were doing on the side, right? I'm teaching people how to build a real sustainable side business while you work your day job. Why? Because here's what I know. If something ever happened to you at that job, your income streams are over and you're back to scrambling from square one. I'm trying to show you how to reduce your financial stress. But more importantly, I want to show you some tips and just some basic tools and some things. And of course, thankfully, me and my coach got together. My business coach got together, did a collaboration. It is awesome. But here's the point of why I do this. Because I'm starting to notice things that I think is important. Hey, Mita, what's going on? Thank you for joining Mita. Mita's an incredible woman. Uh, so glad to get to know her. She's doing some incredible things in her business, uh, teaching people uh, in the art industry uh, as artists how to be able to build themselves a business while uh, making great watercolors and everything else. So shout out to Mita for being here. So here's what I want to do. 10 ways to destroy your side business. And again, stick with me to the end because you're going to understand why we are approaching it this way. So I'm going to put this up here and I want us to, to just go along with it. Uh, 10 ways to destroy your side business. Move this over so it fits. Okay. So here are the 10 ways to actually destroy your side business. All right. And we're going to start at the top. All right. Here's the first one. The first one is something that I think a lot of people might understand a little bit, but I want to make sure that we get it so that we do the right things with it. So number one is treating it like a hobby. Yeah, see, he, here's the thing about um, when you start building a, a real side business. It's very difficult for many of us to think beyond just the transactional side of the hustle, right? Or really, truly owning a business. Now, there's a lot of personal identity things that sometimes we got to walk through and things that we might struggle with on a personal level, but the, the biggest thing that I notice is most of us can't seem to get over the hump of just a transaction, right? I made something or I did something and you should just pay me, right? And here's the problem with that. The problem is that if you aren't providing that thing as a hustle all day, every day, guess what happens? Well, you're not really making any money or most people, because we treat it like a hobby, here's what happens. As a result, 
when you just treat it like a hobby, it only matters when you need something, right? So the, the, the issue is, it, it's not necessarily like about like just, Emily gets it, right? Like it's not just about like saying, oh, well, I got this side business and I'm out here. No, you you got to understand there's, there's real things that you got to understand about the way you need to be focused on making this a real side business. If you treat it like a hobby, you will get paid as a hobby. So what does that mean? Um, the last time I checked, Walmart does not treat their business as a hobby. The last time I checked that dry cleaners down the street, that, that Walmart, that Target, that your favorite shoe store, the last time I checked, now I could be completely wrong, but the last time I checked, any small business that you pay attention to, that you frequent, even the farmer's market does not treat it as a hobby, okay? So it's real important that we get to uh, a place where we stop treating it as a hobby and you just stop and, and, you, and you learn why it's more than just the transaction, right? So that's number one. All right, number two, number two, 10 ways to just completely destroy your side business, all right? Number two, <clears throat> this one, this one is pretty interesting. Never talk to people other, and I, I'm gonna write this the way I wrote it down on the plane, um, other than those you personally know. Would you like to be able to know exactly what you need to do to scale and grow faster your side business? Well, look no further. You should jump into right now the side business challenge. That's right. The side business challenge is where it's at. I'm actually helping you as a corporate professional build and scale your side business faster because that's the name of the game. I know you've been looking for a place to how do I take what I'm doing and actually make it work to be creating a real revenue generating business. Well, join the sidebusinesschallenge.com. You do not want to miss it because when you jump in, it's five days, one hour where I am helping you build a successful side business. I'm Chris Williams. I built my first successful side business to over six figures and I've helped countless people do the same. And now I've got a challenge just for you. You know you've been wanting to build it. You know you want to make it for real and you want to make it something legitimate that at least, what if all it did was pay all of your household bills? Could you imagine being able to go to work every day and all of your household bills are paid without leveraging your job money? Oh yeah, I can teach you that. And inside of the Side Business Challenge, I'm showing you how to level up inside of your career so that you show up in a big way. Yes, having that side business will teach you so much more than just money. Jump into thesidebusinesschallenge.com. I look forward to seeing you there. This one here is a pretty interesting situation because I, I struggled with this a lot when I first started my side business. Beca because what I, what I thought was, okay, well, uh, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna tell everybody that, that I knew around me, right? And if you really wanna destroy your side business, only talking to the people 
that you currently know when you first start will totally wreck your ability to make money. Can I tell you why? There's a couple of things about this group of people that we don't understand that you really need to know before you, you really get running. And again, if you want to destroy your side business, do this one, because here's something you need to know about the current people that you know. One, many don't have a business. <laughs> uh, let me go back. Many don't have a business. Here, here's the second part of this, right? Number two is because they know you, here's the problem. You're too common to them. So, so the problem is, it's like we, we, we don't, we think that, well, I'm starting my business or I want my business to grow, right? Like you, you, you started it, you're moving, but you're trying to figure out why it won't grow. Well, part of the issue is they don't even have a business. So the conversations and context and willingness to understand is really lost. And you end up spending a lot of mental energy trying to prove to people around you and force them to buy because that's who you're comfortable with. And the, and the issue is, listen, you're just too common to them. They just know you personally. And if this is your first time building a side business, or if you've moved from like hustle to hustle to hustle, it's gonna be really difficult for those people to take you seriously. And then we get drained and then we think, oh, the business just didn't work. No, <laughs> there's something to be said about the people that we're hanging around when we take on these ventures. Now, let me be very clear. That does not mean they're terrible, they're wrong, they, there's an issue with them or anything like that. that. That means absolutely none of that, okay? That means none of that. What it means is, is you have to talk to people outside of the folks that you're comfortable with. Because I'm gonna give you a little secret I found out. Here's the secret. The perfect stranger is the perfect customer. If you can get somebody to buy from you who don't know you, has absolutely no idea about your background, your history, your faults, your hangups or whatever, clearly communicate what the product is and, or your service and what it does for them and they automatically buy, you're winning already. That's what I coach people on because it's not, it has nothing to do, like granted, some people around you, they may buy, they may but they're only gonna do it one time. You wanna create a product or service that is repeatable by people around you, people that don't know you, people that have no clue who you are personally, but they still buy from you anyway, right? So it's really important to understand that you gotta to talk to other people outside of yourself. The people that know you, okay? And I'll just state this for the record. The people that actually know you, the best thing that you could ever do is get over um, the fact that they don't buy from you or the fact that they want something or whatever the case may be, okay? Because 
you got to understand at some point they're going to become tone deaf to your product or service. All right. So that's, that's number two. So really important to understand that one. Okay. Next one on the list is number three, 10 ways to completely destroy your side business. This one, this one's a big one. This one here is a real big one. All right. Number three is not willing to invest. See, when you're not willing to invest in your side business, you are setting yourself up for a lot of disappointment and a lot of excuse making. Okay. If you, if you're not willing to invest, you have already lost before you got out of the starting blocks. If you started a side hustle and you're trying to turn it into a side business, well, the one thing you're going to have to learn and be okay with, I'm going to have to do some investing and it's going to be in areas or let me put it this way. I'm going to give you a tip. I would highly suggest you invest in areas where you're not already good at. What do I mean? If you don't really understand marketing, that's where you should invest your money. If you don't understand uh, YouTube and social media, that's where you should invest your money. If you don't understand how to clearly communicate um, what it is that you do, you should invest, uh, invest in a copywriter or somebody who's really good at about bringing products or services to market. Like you have to invest holistically in the business. Because with, and by the way, and by the way, there's two sides of this investment. There's investment in the business and then investment in yourself personally as the business owner. Okay. So you have to do a better job of saying, okay, there's money I got to allocate towards improving this side business. And then there's money I got to allocate. That's going to make me better as a business owner, coaching, books, um, courses, uh, uh, time on people's calendar. Like, yeah, that you do have to pay some money to get on some people's calendar, but here, cause here's something I've learned. Um, and I, I did this as a post a couple of weeks ago and it, it was just because it was a conversation I was having. Intensity decreases the amount of time it takes to achieve something. So how do you create intensity and how do you do it on a consistent basis so that you're constantly achieving the things and goals that you have within your business? You got to invest. That might mean you got to invest the next three months into a particular uh, process, you know, that helps drive, you know, sales to your product or service. And that might mean, no, you're not going on trips. For, for the next three months. No, you're not spending your money on out to eat. No, you're not, you know, uh, wasting all of your time on Netflix and chill. I'm actually going to spend the next three months in intense focus. Why? Because on the other side, I will have achieved what I wanted. Here, here's a, you ever heard the, the, the saying about, you know, somebody says, hey, I'm going to lose weight in, you know, by the end of the year. Okay. Well, that's 365 days. Why would you take 365 days to do something when if you just took the next 
three months, you can get that 10 pounds off. Hey, go right now and get your pre-order copy. That's right. I wrote a brand new book with my business coach, Myron Golden. I can't believe I'm actually saying that out loud, but here's the cool part. We wrote this book together because one of the things I figured out was some people struggle with how to take any product or service and turn it into story, success, and sales. Well, I wrote a book called From Side Hustle to Side Business. I'm going to show you exactly what you need to do in order to be able to do all three in rapid succession. So go to from side hustle to side business.com. Make sure you pre-order your advanced copy, but guess what? There's more. Here's what you get to do. I'm actually so excited about the release of this book. I'm going to make sure that I help you learn about the principles and share some things that didn't even make it in the book. Well, how could you do that? You can order your ticket when you purchase your copy of a three-day webinar that I'm doing. That's right. Three whole days where I'm going to be sharing with you stuff that didn't even make it into the book about how you can literally do this and build your business the right way possible. The only way you're going to be able to do that is you got to go to from sidehustletosidebusiness.com, get your advanced copy, get inside the three-day webinar, and I look forward to seeing you soon. The, the question is not, um, can it be done? The question is, what are you willing to do to make it happen? And if you're the right kind of person building a side business, you truly understand the gold that is an intense focus. And intensity over a long duration of time, right? Because at the end of the day, could you, you know, at the end of the day, could you make, you know, extra, you know, $70,000 a month uh, in your business? Oh, I'm sorry, $70,000 a year in your business. Yeah, you sure you could. Absolutely. $70,000 on the side of a side business is easy to do in your side business. I'm here to tell you that. But why would you take 365 days to do it? Why won't you just try to find ways and take intense focus on efforts of your processes, your systems and the things you have in place? So maybe you could turn that into $70,000 in nine months, $70,000 in six months, $70,000 in three months, right? It's just intensity. If you want more on that, go back and look at a video uh, that I dropped. Uh, earlier this month where I just talked about, you know, the speed and, and, and time of things, right? Like it's just the amount of time. And so th there's a whole video where I'll break all that down, but it's really important for you to understand that you have to invest in you and the business. All right. There is number three. All right. So number four, top 10 ways to completely destroy your side business. Number four, this one this one, he, let me tell you something. Number four is one that took me a while to understand. Here's number four. Number four is, it's thinking I have to get it right the first time. I don't know about you, but I will tell you that thinking I have to get it right the first time is part of the reason why we don't move. <laughs> Can I tell you why? Because for many of us, um, we suffer from uh, imposter syndrome. We suffer from perfection, right? So in our mind, 
we're thinking, well, if I, I got to get it right. So I'm not going to start until I get it right. And because I got to get it right, I, I, I need more time. I need to do one more thing. Here's the craziest part that I learned, especially in my own wellness journey. I lost 65 pounds in a year and a half. Can I tell you something that I learned about that entire journey? This is the crazy part. I could have lost that weight at any given time. But you know what I kept telling myself? Oh, I'm going to wait until the spring because it's too cold. <laughs> oh, I'm going to wait until after the summer because it's too hot. Oh, I'm going to wait until after the fall because uh, I'm real busy with travel and everything else. Oh, I'm going to wait until after Christmas because, you know, I got holidays and parties and everything else. I am literally making a million excuses for something that doesn't even make sense. Like when I play back the things that I would say out loud, I can't believe that I would make those excuses. But guess what? We all do. We all say that kind of stuff, right? Like, like we all come up with these, these wild ideas on why we can't do something, right? And so it's a very interesting thing to understand that if you're, if you're struggling here thinking I have to get it right the first time, here's how you're going to get it right. By just doing it. Yeah, that old Nike slogan is actually very true. Because the, here's the part about getting it right that you got to know now. There's nothing to get right if you never get it wrong. Did you just hear what I just said? <laughs> There's absolutely nothing to get right if you never get it wrong. And the only way you're going to get it wrong is you got to present it to the world. You got to say, hey, here I am with my product or service. And you got to let people touch it, feel it, break it. And you got to let you, you, you got to let that back and forth happen so you can get it right. Because here's the interesting part. A lot of times we're trying to make our product and service in a corner somewhere in an isolated vault in a vacuum and thinking you're the answer person. You're not. It doesn't matter how great you think it is. What matters is the people and, and, and uh, the people who actually buy your product or service. It's what they say it is. And whatever they say is the truth, not what you want it to be. Right? Which leads me to number, <clears throat> number, uh, number five. Because if I'm spending all of my time thinking I got to get it right, here's what happens on number five. If you want to completely destroy your side business, you're going to always be um, preparing to do. <laughs> oh man, this is good. You want, you want to completely destroy your side business? Always keep preparing. You're always preparing, right? <clears throat> always in preparation mode. Now, now, I'm, I want to be very clear. I am not saying you shouldn't always be in preparing for the thing. You shouldn't be always preparing, studying, and getting better. That's a totally separate thing. This is 
because I suffer from thinking I have to get it all right and I have imposter syndrome and I'm suffering from perfection, I'm always in preparation mode. I got to take one more course. I got to watch one more video. I got to wait until I see that X is all right and then I will. So I'm just always preparing and I never get out of the blocks. I never run. I never do what it's going to take to move my business forward. So I want you to ask yourself today, like if, if there was any ever time as you were building your business and as you were um, making things, you, you were getting it all together, but right up until you got ready to press publish on that post or publish your website or go live or uh, submit that information to said company or talk about a product or service or the networking event you were supposed to go to right before the doing. If you ever stopped yourself cold, this is what you're suffering from. It's kind of like me getting ready to go to the gym. So I, my alarm goes off at 5.05 a.m. I got to be out of the house uh, in about 25 minutes and on my way to the gym to make it on time in the morning. It's kind of like me doing all the preparing, putting on my socks, my, my, my uh, workout clothes, brushing my teeth, you know, all of the stuff. Like it's, like it's like me doing all of that consistently, like always preparing to go to the gym and never go to the gym. Right. Like you, you think about this for a second. Think about what I'm saying. If you if I told you six months ago, I've been going to the, I've been going to the gym for six months straight. But one day we happen to be together and you're like, hey, I want to come to the gym with you. And you always see me getting prepared. You always see me snapping a photo with my gym clothes on. But for six months straight, I've never been. You'd be like, well, what was the point in the constantly like putting your clothes on, but never actually doing the thing. That's what I don't want you. To, that's, that's what happens. This is the way you destroy your entire side business. All right. Okay. Now let's move on. 10 ways y'all 10 ways to completely destroy your side business and stay to the end because there's a twist. All right. 10 ways to destroy your side business. And this, this one here, is so big. I hope I hope I hope you pay attention to this. One. All right. Number 6. If you want to go ahead and completely destroy your side business, then I want you to do this. Thinking the money, the revenue is personally yours. This right here is man, this particular scenario is one that I will tell you I have found to be uh, the most disheartening realization that I came to as I was building my business. Okay. Because in my mind, when I first was preparing and getting it ready and all this other stuff, I was just thinking, 
oh yeah, I'm gonna get this business up and I'm gonna have some extra money and all this other stuff. And this is when I started learning to distinguish the difference between running a hustle and building an actual business. Okay? This, this is what I learned about the entire game. I realized that the money, that the revenue that is created by my business is not personally mine. Again, if you want to build an actual side business that is healthy, that is growing, that's a real legitimate business, the money's not personally yours. But if you want to completely destroy your side business, take all the money. Use all of the money. Go buy that purse. Go buy that car. Go, go do that thing. Go whatever. Go ahead. Do it. But taxes will be due soon. They'll be around the corner. You didn't invest any money into, you know, uplifting and, and, and optimizing your systems and your processes. So nothing's gotten better of value for the customer. I'm just, I'm just saying, if you want to completely destroy your business, think all of the money is yours because it's not. It belongs to the business. And, and if you want to destroy your business, keep using the revenue that you earn from that business for your personal reasons. Go ahead. You'll completely destroy your side business. Stick with me. Stick with me because we're not done. We're only on number uh, six, right? All right, here's number seven. Here's number seven. Number seven is a leadership one. Number seven. Number seven is interesting because we all are going to struggle with this for a little point, a uh, little time, especially for those of you who are just starting. And for those of you who have a business for a while, you're, you're, you're going to, you're going to have to figure this out. So number seven is not hiring great talent early. You have to hire great talent early when you're building your side business. You have to. Here's, here's why. Your job is to build a side business. A business has multiple employees. Many people coming together for one cause to drive uh, end goal. Side hustle is just you. So if you want to destroy your side business, then keep making everything about you. You're doing all the stuff. You're, you're doing everything. Everything is all you, the entire business. Now, you might be saying to yourself, yeah, but Chris, when we first start out, most of us don't even have money to get started. I know. That's why I said you're going to struggle with this for a little while. Hey, go right now and get your pre-order copy. That's right. I wrote a brand new book with my business coach, Myron Golden. I can't believe I'm actually saying that out loud, but here's the cool part. We wrote this book together because one of the things I figured out was some people struggle with how to take any product or service and turn it into stories, success, and sales. Well, I wrote a book called From Side Hustle to Side Business. I'm going to show you exactly what you need to do in order to be able to do all three in rapid succession. So go to from side hustle to side business.com. Make sure you pre-order your advanced copy, but guess what? 
there's more. Here's what you get to do. I'm actually so excited about the release of this book. I'm going to make sure that I help you learn about the principles and share some things that didn't even make it in the book. Well, how could you do that? You can order your ticket when you purchase your copy of a three-day webinar that I'm doing. That's right, three whole days where I'm gonna be sharing with you stuff that didn't even make it into the book about how you can literally do this and build your business the right way possible. The only way you're gonna be able to do that is you gotta go to from sidehustletosidebusiness.com, get your advanced copy, get inside the three-day webinar, and I look forward to seeing you soon. But technology and opportunity to the rescue. You know why? Because guess what you get to do? Right now, you can go on Fiverr, Upwork, Pinterest, you can, there's so many avenues to leveraging what you want in order to make it possible for you to be really focused on what you're good at. Why? Because if you start early learning how to hire, you'll go back to number six, you'll, really, you'll, be, you'll be using the money the right way because it's not personally yours. That revenue is meant for so you can hire. That revenue is meant so you can search. That revenue is meant so you can do the things that you need to do for your product or service, right? So when the, the quicker you get into hiring practices, the quicker you get into understanding what talent you need and how to do it. And I'm gonna tell you how the best way to figure out like, what do I need for my product or service? Anything, and I mean anything, anything that is a task or something to be done in your business that drains the heck out of you. I'm talking about you just hate doing it. Here's what I want you to know. There's a place where you need to hire somebody. Okay, there it is. If there's areas of your business that you don't understand, there's an opportunity to hire somebody, right? You don't understand Facebook and YouTube ads, why are you out here trying to make them? You're going to not only waste time, but you're going to waste money in that time that could have went to somebody else who really knew what they were doing to get you the results you were looking for. Right? So it's really important for you to understand that um, you've got to start hiring talent early. But if you want to destroy your side business, don't hire them. See how far that gets you. All right. That's number seven. Here's number eight. Number eight on the 10 ways to completely destroy your side business. This one is a biggie because sometimes we struggle with this idea. And that is not listening to feedback from customers. If you're not willing to listen to feedback, congratulations you will destroy your side business. You absolutely will. <clears throat> Do you know why? Because I want you to go back to when I talked about um, number, number two. When you don't talk to people outside of the people you already know about your side business, and you don't learn how to that, that, understand the fact that the power is the perfect stranger is the perfect customer, that's because they're going to tell you exactly what they like and what they absolutely hate about your product. Some people are going to be raving fans of something that you created. 
and that you brought to bear to the market. But they're not going to be fans in the way that we think. We think fans is all about appreciation. Tell me I'm great. Tell me I'm great. Oh, they love it. No, sometimes you know what your greatest fan is? The one that is critiquing the heck out of what you're doing because that's giving you feedback on how to improve what it is that you do. I want you to understand that when you are building a side business, especially if you um, if you want it to be successful, every piece of feedback is actually at least worth noting. I didn't say taking in or believing. It's at least worth noting. It's at least worth noting. And how do you use it for the benefit of making your product or service better? But if you want to destroy your side business, guess what? Don't listen to feedback. Not listening to feedback from your customers or your potential customers. Good way to make sure that you completely destroy your side business. All right. That's number eight. Here's number nine. We're almost there, y'all. Ten ways to completely destroy your side business. Number nine is interesting. Not willing to give up. And it's just one word. What am I not willing to give up? Something. <laughs> not willing to give up something. Right? What do I mean by this? What, what I mean is a lot of times we want everything and don't want to give up anything. And that alone will help you destroy your side business easily. Absolutely easily. Because when we only when we don't want to give up anything, we don't create margin in our life for us to learn and grow and for us to build a business when we don't want to give up anything and we want everything to stay the same and this business to be on top of our already crazy chaotic life, then you're going to completely destroy that side business. And yes, it will be number one. It will just be a hobby, right? You have to understand that it is coming. It is an addition to your already crazy chaotic life. <laughs> okay. You got a passion. You want to serve certain groups of people. And that is awesome. I applaud you. But if you want to destroy your side business, don't give up anything. Don't change anything about your schedule. Don't take an honest look at where you're wasting time or where you're being lazy. Don't look at any of it. Start a side business and watch it get destroyed because you weren't willing to give up something. And for all of us, that might mean something different. That's why I said something. Because a lot of times when we start in one area giving up something for the greater goal, it'll start to snowball into other areas and we'll learn from it, right? But that's number nine. Here is number 10, y'all. 10 ways to completely destroy your side business. This one right here is number 10. All right. This one, this one is something else. All right. Let me put this on the board. Number 10, y'all. We had number 10 already. This was fast. This was fast. Um, this one right here is a very tough one for most of us. Letting non-business owners give us advice. Yeah, this one right here is a great way to completely destroy your side business. You're taking in feedback from non-business owners. Never built a business, 
never thought about doing a business. They tried something once and all it was was just a hustle that because the hustle didn't do whatever they assumed it was supposed to do, they just completely quit. And so now they're giving you all of the negative and all of the things that can go wrong. And they telling you about the thing they only tried for 30 days and it didn't work. Let me tell you something. Keep listening to them because you will completely destroy your side business. Absolutely. This will be good, right? Just keep letting non-business owners tell you exactly what you do. Keep spending a lot of your phone time and a lot of your email time and a lot of your FaceTime talking to people who don't own a business. Go ahead. It'll help you completely put gasoline on your entire side business. Absolutely it will. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, 10 ways to completely destroy your side business. Now, let's go back up to the top and we're gonna walk through these. Number one, if you wanna completely destroy your side business, here's how it works. Number one, treat it like a hobby. Number two, never talk to people other than those around you about your side business. Number three, not willing to invest in, into the money, in, money into your side business. Uh, number four, assuming you're doing it all right the first time. Uh, number five, always preparing and never doing. Number six, thinking the revenue is actually yours personally. Number seven, not hiring talent early. Number eight, not listening to the feedback of potential customers or current customers. And number nine is not willing to give up something. And number 10, on the top 10 ways to completely destroy your side business, letting non-business owners give you advice about your side business. There you go, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Now, you might be going, Chris, I wanna understand why in the world you would absolutely tell me about the ways to destroy my side business. And you might be even asking yourself, wait a minute, I sat here and watched this whole video. Well, let me give you a little understanding of why I would wanna have this conversation with you. There's a little thing that happens in our brains when we hear something like negativity, when we hear something that goes against what we're actually after. And so if I gave you the 10 ways to completely grow your business, kind of hard to listen to it. But if I told you the 10 ways and showed you the 10 things to completely destroy your business, it'll trick your brain to actually choose to do the opposite. Sorry, this is a good trick but it's a good brain trick because if you focus on the things that will, 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 that you need to avoid, you tend to, your brain will go, okay, all right, I'm gonna avoid those things and I'm gonna, all right, I'm gonna do the opposite. So then, hold on, the opposite. Oh, that's right. We did 10 ways to destroy your business. So let's do now the 10 ways to grow your side business. Let's go back to our list, shall we? Number one, let's not treat it like a hobby. Let's treat it like an actual business. How about that? If we treat our, our side business like a real actual business, we will generate revenue. We will have hours. And by the way, I don't care if the only time you or your business is open is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in the very beginning from like three to seven. Cool, have real business hours. Make sure people understand that. Treat it like a real business. Number two, 
Instead of not talking to people other than those you personally know, talk to people who you have no idea about. Let everybody know about your business. Go down the street, go talk to everybody in the community. Let people know that you have a business. Put it out on social media. Talk to people about what you were doing. It is your business. Talk about it. Talk about it more to strangers than you do to people around you. Number three, be willing to actually invest in your business. Yes, invest in the systems, the coaching that you need, the uh, processes, the, all the things around it, the technology that is needed. Invest into your product or service and there you will be fine. Number, number four, um, knowing that I don't have to be all right all the time. Do you know that so many people have started a business terribly and they got no sales or, or, or from their side business when they first started or everything was just wrong when they started. But guess what? Eventually they got it right. Why? Because on number, um, number five, instead of them preparing to do, they just kept doing it. Right? It is really easy to get to right if I learn all the ways to get it wrong. Ask Albert Einstein with the light bulb. He, didn't, he said, I didn't find 10,000 ways to get it wrong. I found 10,000 ways that it didn't work so that I found the one way that it did work. So what if you did it 10,000 ways? Eventually, you're going to find the way that works for your customers. And then um, because you were focused on doing number six, then guess what? that you realize the money is not yours. The money is there as a sign, as a confirmation that you're on the right track. So reinvest in that sign and in that confirmation. And guess what? You have a business that's going to last you a lifetime. Next, then what you're going to start doing is hiring as a part of building your business. And you're going to do it early. And while you are doing that hiring, it will help you build a successful business. You will no longer try to be the all one person, the answer guy and gal. You're going to hire somebody for social media. You're going to hire somebody for YouTube. You're going to hire somebody for your systems. You're going to hire a front person. You're going to hire a back end person. You're going to hire whatever you need. You'll be focused on hiring, right? Number eight, you're going to listen to the feedback of your customers. You're actually going to listen to people. You're going to put things in front of them. They're going to touch it. They're going to break it. You're going to see all the things that they like, the things that they dislike, but you're going to take all of that. You're going to notate it and you're going to find a way to show it better in the marketplace. Number nine, you're going to be willing to give up something. Oh yeah. You're going to be willing to give up your nights, give up Netflix and chill, give up your favorite sport for a few seasons. You're going to be willing to give up whatever it takes, your weekends, whatever you have to do, your early morning. Some of you like to sleep in like me. Nope. You might choose to get up at four in the morning so that you got time before the kids get up and you got to get them off to school to actually build your business. And number 10, you're going to stop letting non-business owners give you advice. You're going to actually go talk to other business owners. You're going to go learn from people. You're going to pay for masterminds, for coaching. You're going to sit down with people who actually are doing it. And ladies and gentlemen, now, instead of having a business that is destroyed, you got a solid real business. And you know what happens as a result of following this? You end up protecting your business. You end up protecting your brand. And you make sure that every day you show up, you're showing up for the business. Is it going to grow? Yeah but you want it to grow, right? Would it be terrible that after 18 years of raising a kid, they were still five for 18 years? At some point you're like, no, nah, you gotta grow up, right? 
So you want your business to grow up and mature and be able to grow, right? Eventually you don't want it to need you, right? I'm trying to teach you how to build a better side business. So listen, I hope this was helpful. Hope At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.